the Reverend Jesse Jackson on the passing of baseball great Jackie Robinson. Today we must balance the tears of sorrow with the tears of joy. Mix the bitter with the sweet, death and life. Jackie, as a figure in history, was a rock in the water, creating concentric circles and ripples of new possibilities. He was medicine. He was immunized by God from catching the diseases that he fought. The Lord's arms of protection enabled him to go through dangers seen and unseen, and he had the capacity to wear glory with grace. Jackie's body was a temple of God, an instrument of peace. We would watch him disappear into nothingness and stand back as spectators and watch the suffering from afar. The mercy of God intercepted this process Tuesday and permitted him to steal away home where referees are out of place and only the supreme judge of the universe speaks. The Reverend Jesse Jackson in his eulogy, remembering baseball great Jackie Robinson and his courage in breaking through the color barrier in Major League Baseball from the soundtrack for Baseball, a film by Ken Burns. And Robinson, as we know, has been memorialized in so many ways. But here in Pennsylvania, we can point to a mural by David McShane on Broad Street in North Philadelphia. Mural Arts Philadelphia tells us McShane created his design from several different newspaper photos of Robinson. In the original photo, Robinson had his head down and his face shaded by his baseball cap. McShane found another photo with the face looking up and used that instead. The artist used an image showing Robinson with his fist raised in the air to symbolize the African-American player's extraordinary achievements in breaking the color barrier. The wall is painted entirely in black, grays, and white, reminiscent of newspaper photos. McShane chose the colors as a reminder of the black and white divisions that Robinson helped overcome when he joined the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. By placing a border around the picture as Jackie Robinson steals home, McShane allows the figure of the great player to break out of the black and white background into the future. That from Mural Arts Philadelphia. As it happens, poet Marjorie Maddox, who is professor of English and creative writing, at the Lock Haven campus of Commonwealth University is the grandniece of Branch Rickey, who actually began as a major league player and eventually became president and general manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers. If you've seen Ken Burns' documentary, Baseball, you'll remember announcer Red Barber, who was the one to broadcast the games during Jackie Robinson's first season, telling the story of how 
Branch Rickey came to sign Jackie Robinson. Marjorie Maddox has heard family stories over the years about her Uncle Branch, and as a poet, she's written deftly and with deep love for the game. Marjorie Maddox will be one of our guests this Monday evening on Keystone Edition Arts, a television program titled Playing Around, Sports and the Arts. Keystone Edition Arts producer Mindy Kronk had a chance to speak by phone with Marjorie Maddox before the show. You've had many books of poetry published, and two are centered on baseball, When the Wood Clacks Your Name, and Rules of the Game. Why did this sport attract you as a subject? Well, that's a several-fold answer. Primarily, it attracted me because of my family history. So my great-granduncle was Branch Rickey, the manager for the Dodgers who helped, the general manager for the Dodgers who helped break the color barrier with Jackie Robinson. Of course, Jackie Robinson did the hardest part of it, but uh, Branch Rickey was there to, to help. And I became very interested in that because I grew up with family stories about Branch Rickey and about Rachel and Jackie Robinson. I also lived for a while on West 4th Street in Williamsport near the original Little League World Series Stadium. And I would sit in my backyard and watch players and just think about the game. And so I started this whole series of baseball poems based on that. And that eventually, part of those poems ended up in When the Wood Clacks Out Your Name, and the rest of them ended up in Rules of the Game baseball poems. So I was very interested in, you know, the family history of baseball and then also just living in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, you know, where there's so much baseball activity going on with the Little League World Series. So that, that drew my attention to the process of, of baseball. And then my, my husband is a huge Red Sox fan. His office is decorated like Fenway Park. <laughs> so the, that added to the kind of the excitement of, of writing about baseball as well. So the, the baseball terms that you use in some of your poems, they're, they're part of everyday conversation. Right. And, and one of the ways that I began this book, Rules of the Game, baseball poems, was just to go through the terminology of baseball. So I have poems on uh, what a balk is and poems on um, a slide and poems on, you know, uh, the catcher's role and um, just various terms throughout, kind of looking metaphorically at the, at the ways language describes baseball. And I think there's so much overlap between poetry and baseball. You know, there's movement, there's excitement, there's focus on the individual. There's focus on the team. You know, you hear often, of course, the phrase, the poetry of the game. And so I kind of guess I made that literal by, by writing poems about, uh, about the different types of actions and plays in baseball. And as you said, Little League and Williamsport, those, those two names go together. You, you don't escape baseball if you're in or around Williamsport for any length of time. Did you have children that, that played also? Yes, I, both of my children played Little League. They played on the original field. And um, I, was, I was thrilled for two years to be the official author at the Little League World Series. So we all got uh, kind of free tickets to, to sit in the stands and, and meet the players. And I signed copies of the books at the Little League Museum. And then twice I got to go to Cooperstown as well. 
to give a, a presentation of reading my poems. I actually got to meet Rachel Robinson, which was a huge thrill for me, and Branch Rickey III, who uh, is, is out west right now, but I had never met him before either. So that was a, a great opportunity for me as well. First time I went, my, my daughter was just a newborn, and so I was one of the few women uh, there. So it was my husband, my newborn daughter, me, with a stroller, and, and then mostly men. <laughs> so that was interesting as well. I can imagine. And is there a poem, a baseball poem, that you'd like to read for us? Sure. Um, I will read one um, from Rules of the Game baseball poem that highlights probably the two most important words in baseball, out and safe. Out is not in, is not in between, not in the safety net of safe, an umpire's yelp, no horizontal arms having hot air here, more than the odd man out, the orbit of oh, 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 and here we go past the park, all out of the question now. Winning outrun by ow, cut off with a T. The worst curse from the enemy, all hard-pitched hope outthrown, thrown out of luck, of heart, of the hard heat of summer, and what won't be. Safe, a whole other ballpark, swoosh of yes past the ear, scoreboard clicking wishes against odds, and old men holding out for the opposite. What could be hunkers down here, dares to snare the numbers, spike out the sure thing, outlaw the out. All this dust delivers the done died for and dreamed of, the sweet whoosh of feet, pounding the safety of base. It's wonderful. Thank you. Where can listeners learn more about you and your work? Well, my website is www.marjoriemaddox.com. So all my books are available there, as well as at local bookstores. Um, but you can find also reviews and things like that um, on my website. Marjorie Maddox, poet and professor of English and creative writing at the Lock Haven campus of Commonwealth University. She is author of 13 collections of poetry, including When the Wood Clacks Out Your Name and Rules of the Game, Baseball Poems. She spoke with Mindy Kronk, who is the producer of Keystone Edition Arts, and Marjorie Maddox will be one of our guests. The program is Monday evening at 7 on WVIA-TV and online at WVIA.org. And it's titled Playing Around, Sports and the Arts. And so you'll get a sense from having heard the conversation with Marjorie Maddox just then that she will be reading some poems and talking about baseball and the similarities and differences with poetry and the arts and what we can experience perhaps more deeply if we celebrate baseball through poetry as an example. Also on the panel, Dr. Daniel Haxel, 
who's professor of art history at Kutztown University, and he's a former fellow at the Smithsonian American Art Museum, an institute for arts and humanities, and he is someone who has a wide range of interests, contemporary art, abstract expressionism, African-American art, but also he is someone who teaches a course on sports and the arts, and he has edited Picturing the Beautiful Game, a history of soccer in visual culture and art, and he speaks very deeply and sincerely about what we can learn by experiencing the worldwide game of soccer or football, depending on where we are in the visual images that have been produced in conjunction with the sport. And Dr. Brian Hodge is keyboardist, conductor, composer, arranger, marching band drill writer, and educator. He's currently director of bands at East Stroudsburg University, and he's chief arranger for the San Bernardino Symphony Orchestra. And he has thoughts for us about music and the marching band and how that is art in connection with sport. And we have lots of topics to cover, and we hope you'll be part of the experience. You can tune in this Monday evening at 7 on WVIA-TV or online at WVIA.org. Best, though, you can join us in the studio audience. It's a live broadcast, so you get a behind-the-scenes experience of a live television broadcast. And you can ask questions, you can talk with each other. And we have been finding, as I said yesterday, that audience members really enjoy meeting the guests and talking with them. And very often, people don't want to leave after the TV show is over because the conversation is so good. And that's what we hope to accomplish with Keystone Edition Arts. And it is free. We just ask you let us know you're coming. And you can do that by wvia.org slash events. That's the place to go, and you just click some things. You don't have to be a member. It's free, and it's easy to get here. We're just off Interstate 81 and the Pennsylvania Turnpike between Wilkes-Barre and Scranton, and those exits from 81 and the Turnpike are only a mile from the studio, lots of parking, and we we love, we look forward to welcoming you. If you'd like to join us, wvia.org slash events. It's Keystone Edition Arts this Monday evening at 7, the 20th of February, playing around sports and the arts. And don't hesitate to stop in. We try to make it fun as well as informative. WVIA.org slash events. <laughs>